Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Andrew, you know, every time I hear that, boy, I just kind of get chills. Yep, that's, that's a good one right there. Big Ben with the big voice. Holy smokes. Uh, yeah, that is awesome. That's awesome. Hey, this is Chris Perry. I am the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League. That voice on the other end there, that's my very best friend in all the world, Andrew Majorkirth, the director of ICE Procurement, the assistant general <laughs> manager, and the music man extraordinaire at the University of Oklahoma. Andrew, how in the heck are you this evening? I am doing just fantastic. Can you believe, Andrew, the regular season is over? Dunzo, just like that. Man, it seems like we just started you know, doing this cheesy little podcast a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I, know, I know it. It's March. It's March. This thing is done. We are headed to nationals. <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, it literally just seems like 2020 just started. And now we're, we're in the third month and the regular season is over. I just, it's, I don't know. It's hard for me to believe. Maybe I'm just yeah. adult. Yeah, no, it's, uh, this one has flown by for some reason this year and it's, uh, yeah, it's impressive. Wow. Well, Hey, we had last week of the regular season, um, UCO had the week off. They were doing a study hall and all that other fun stuff. So they won the weekend. They were supposed to play Jamestown, but they, uh, the Jamestown athletic director, emailed the uh, former coach Craig McAllister back before the season got going that uh, they were not going to be able to honor their commitment. And uh, so the games were canceled. So boo on Jamestown, but uh, uh, good for uh, UCO and all their academic pursuits. I heard they had yep. a study hall marathon. <laughs> yeah, I bet they did. That's right. <laughs> they were watching The Bachelor and then they watched Survivor. And other than that, it was all study hall all the time. What a just couple of terrible shows to be watching, by the way. Well, Holy you know, smokes. hey, can't 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 account for taste. So, <laughs> uh, I, I heard there, I heard a couple of those guys are going to try out for The Bachelor. Oh, there you go. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, kind of crazy. They got some. They got some guy on there right now, a pilot. So imagine if they had a hockey dude on there. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Lots of backwards ball caps. Right? Yep. Yeah. Lots of flip flops. <laughs> flip flops. <laughs> lots of talk about the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of, yeah. Lots of, yeah. Lots of flow. And yeah. We wearing flip flops to everything. Yeah. We'd get to see if girls enjoyed uh, uh, kissing, kissing a guy with a, with a full dip in. <laughs> oh god but hey that's that's what i heard it's just a rumor yeah so, just uh, a rumor you know study hall up there in edmond bachelor survivor so there you go uh so um so uco won the weekend congratulations to the broncos um lindenwood number three in the nation uh, not in the western collegiate hockey league but they came down to springfield to play missouri state who is in the western collegiate hockey league and uh, to round out Missouri State season, they had Andrew. I forget. I want to say they had like eleven seniors. Missouri State did eleven. It's uh, I'd heard fourteen. Oh, 
That's so, so many. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. Uh, and I don't know, maybe it was you I heard 14 from. Yeah, it probably uh, was. Yeah, yeah probably. I don't remember. They had a lot. They had double digits. Let's leave it at double yeah. digits. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of seniors. And uh, boy, full crowds up there at Missouri State both nights. But uh, the results just were not there. Lindenwood, um, each game was started off pretty close, one-to-one. And then after that, Lindenwood just took off. Yeah. Uh, Five-to-one Friday, 11-to-four four Saturday. Yeah, that's a that's a rough go, but just looking at it, it's uh, I think they did to Missouri State kind of like what they did to Oklahoma a couple weekends ago, and they just put a stranglehold in the offensive zone and just wouldn't let them get out, and uh, yeah, just beat them to death. Yep, yep. It was uh, I got to see a couple of power plays there for uh, that Lindenwood uh, was doing, and boy, they just moved the puck. They constantly, constantly move. They're always they're moving. The puck is moving. It's uh, it's hard to get set up. Normally, you see kind of like an umbrella or some sort of a you yeah. know, an overload to one side, and you you know you pass the puck around, but the guys are kind of stationary for the most part, yeah. and that um, allows the defense to set up in either a diamond or a triangle or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm watching. I was watching them here against Oklahoma, and yeah. oh. you know they're they're pulling guys around, and 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 as they're pulling that guy around. He's already wound up and ready for a shot, and the puck's just sitting there waiting for him to tee off. And yep, yeah, it's it's, it's impressive. impressive stuff. It yep. is impressive. How what? So tell me, you get the score sheets right there in front of you. What were the power play numbers for, uh, for the weekend for Lindenwood? Uh, Lindenwood was one for two on Friday and one for five on Saturday. So fifty percent on one night and twenty percent on the next night. Uh, not bad. That's <laughs> not. Hey, twenty percent is not bad, and fifty uh, percent is even better. But hey, it's no one hundred percent. And Missouri State went hundred percent on Saturday. Two Seriously? for two, those guys. Two for two. Well, hey, good for Mo State. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, one one for four on Friday and two for two on Saturday. So, that, at least that was working for him. <laughs> I know that uh, I know that Coach Law played um, started his senior goaltenders uh, Brady Griffin and um, uh, Brendan Shuck. And I know that also that Bailey Stevens got into the games a little bit. So uh, a lot of those, a lot of those seniors got some, uh, got the highlight. So, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Lindenwood they're they're cutting like a diamond right now. That's for sure. That Holy they smokes. Are. Yeah. Oh. So, all right. Yeah. And hey, you, you tell, tell me again, uh, I guess it's fair to say accounting for Stan Melton, uh, the Missouri state, uh, great founder and the, 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 the guy who runs the the program, even though he uh, is very unofficially with the title, he'd always say we have two games, one on the ice and one in the stands. They lost oh, he, the two on the ice. How did they do in the stands? He he won in the stands, that's for sure. 1347 Whoa. on Friday and 1256 on Saturday. All I know is when, you, when I tuned into the uh, Missouri State broadcast and you see people lined up around the glass. <laughs> yeah, you know, of, it's a, I know it's a winner. Yeah, it's a full building. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for uh, you know, good for Missouri State that they're getting quality teams like Lindenwood to come in and, and to play them on the regular basis. But um, yep. you know, I guess kind of a, a disappointing end to the season, and uh, uh, I guess I shouldn't say not unexpected, but it's uh, with number three playing. What were they? Number thirty-one, I think it was. So yeah, yeah. Lindenwood was... is just a beast. Yeah, and and and. Unfortunately, some of the WCHL teams are catching them here late in the season, and uh, it's like we always say: you don't want to catch them late in the season. Catch them, catch them early on before they get going. That's right. That's and, right. Yeah, a couple of WCHL teams, Missouri State and Oklahoma, have caught them here late. 
and and they paid the piper for it. That's for sure. That's right. Lindawood gets wound up. They're ready for the. Uh, they 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 play for this time of the year nationals and. Um, yep. Yeah, they they walk around with with their uh, undergear on and on the back of their undergear they have the saying "unfinished business" on the back of it. Come on, that's what it says on the back of all their warm up shirts. Then all that is unfinished business. Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, holy smokes. They're well, playing like it right now. Well, hey, hey, power to them. We're going to see them at Nationals. So, All right, so Lindawood takes two out of Missouri State. Missouri State season is done. The Ice Bears are done for the 2020 season, and I know that Jeremy Law is recruiting his tail off right now to uh, replenish because they're going to have a lot of spots to fill. Yep. Yep. All right, up in uh, Colorado, the uh, uh, the two two of the three teams that are joining the uh, Western Collegiate League uh, pulled the WCHL weekend. UNLV and Grand Canyon went up to the Colorado teams uh, for a Thursday, Friday, Saturday affair. Uh, UNLV was in the fort on Thursday, and they beat Colorado State four to one. Grand Canyon was at uh, it was at the Rec Center in Boulder. And Colorado gets its second win of the year by beating GCU five to three. How about that? I watched, I watched the uh, oh about the last two or three minutes of the first period, and then I watched almost the entire second period as we were as we were talking to Chip Excel on the uh, on the podcast the other night. And you know what? I'm sitting there watching Colorado, and they were skating and playing, and and they took it to Grand Canyon. I was. I was I was very surprised and and they looked they looked good while they were doing it. Now this is I don't know if this is Grand Canyon's first year at Division One or second, but um, you know they're also struggling for wins. I think they have a total of four or five wins on the season so far. Most yeah. of them against Division Two Northern Arizona, but um, yeah, hey, that's no small feat. Colorado gets a W and gets a W yeah. at home, so uh, good for them. Let me ask you, Andrew. There was uh, Colorado their broadcast. Um, they have this nifty thing during the intermissions where the broadcasters <laughs> put up uh, some Venmo stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Venmo messages, and you can you know donate money to the uh, to the broadcasters and put up a little message, sixty characters or less. And there was, it was not me. <laughs> there was someone who wrote on there and said, "Where are you at, Chris P? Future yeah. <laughs> WCHL contest or yeah. opponents or something like that." That wasn't you. That was not me. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. I I brought it to, I brought it to light as we were interviewing Chip. Yes, you did. Night. Yes, you did. Because yeah, when it popped up there, I was like, oh, that's brilliance by somebody. <laughs> I, I think it said, Chris P, where are you at? Future WCHL matchup here. There you go. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm still not brave enough. I looked when I saw that. I was like, oh, I got to get in there and chime in on that. I got to get in on this action. <laughs> and, and I'm. I'm just not brave enough to put my uh, credit card on Venmo and and have it out there. So oh come on, you weenie, give me a break. Yeah, so I figured I'd get your account and, and just do it from your account. You probably <laughs> and, and I'm just gonna and I'm just gonna make it rain when I do it too. You know? Oh geez, yeah. So <laughs> so you you're so afraid you, gotta, you wear a little tinfoil hat around the house and just uh, protect yeah. all your uh, credit card information and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. I've got my little hat on now with the. Uh, with the little antennas coming off of it since we're, since we're talking on the interwebs right now. Uh, and all that, there I, don't, you go. I don't want anything getting into me. Yeah. <laughs> Black helicopters outside your window. <laughs> yeah. That's why I do it with the windows open so I can see who's watching. <laughs> well, hey, Nevada, Las Vegas was up in the fort and they, uh, they pretty much took it to Colorado state. It was, um, um, uh, just 
they got up early on them and stayed yeah. up early on them. Yeah, they got up two nothing, and then it came back two one, and then they they scored the third and fourth goal. Nothing, nothing close here. Yeah, the uh, the 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 big thing that that came out of that game uh, for me, I watched a little bit of it. Was uh, there was a little scrum involving I think it was UNLV's number eleven and Colorado State's number eight, uh, where they both uh, it was like with twenty seven seconds left to go in the game. Yeah, and uh, both of them got uh, tossed for fighting, and the UNLV kid got uh, an additional disqualification because um, I guess he hawked a loogie, and so oh. uh, I know. So oh. that poor kid had to. Uh, I, I say that poor kid. I, I mean that facetiously. Number eleven for UNLV was not very smart because when you get two DQs in a game, or when you get DQs are cumulative. Um, yes, those were his first DQs of the season. So he has one DQ. He has to sit one game. He has two DQs. He has to sit a. He has to sit two more games. So he has to basically sit the next three games. Yep. Which two of those were uh, against Colorado on Friday and Saturday? But hit the right third away. game. The third game he'll have to sit is at Nationals. Yep. So he's penalized himself. Played all this time, and now you don't get to do anything. There you go. What a stupid move with twenty-seven seconds left to go in the yeah, game. Not, not very smart. So uh, okay. So Vegas takes care of uh, CSU up in the fort. Colorado gets win number two on the season against Grand Canyon, and on yeah, uh, yeah and then they trade partners. Both schools trade. Uh, Vegas goes down to Boulder for the next two nights, and Grand Canyon goes up to the Fort for the next two nights. Um, UNLV just kept it rolling. Uh, they beat uh, Colorado eight to two on Friday night in a really tight affair. I guess it's fair to say on. Um, Saturday it was a five to four uh, UNLV win over the Buffs, but it was closer to uh, UNLV got up and then uh, Vegas uh, and then CU got close, but just could not tie the game up. Yeah, the thing that sticks out to me is that Friday night Colorado was short benched by a lot. Let's see, two four. So they they had fourteen skaters. Wow. Sixteen skaters. It looks like so they were. They were they were short benched, so uh, yeah, that didn't help out in the cause there at all. No, no. But hey, it's the end of the season. You've only won two games. It's you know you're playing number thirteen in the nation. You kind of know what's going to happen. I, I, yeah, I can. You can you can see that there was some uh, uh, some stuff going on there. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, but hey, hey, credit to them for fighting there at the very end to make it, yeah. uh, uh, you know, to make it respectable. A five to four loss is nothing to sneeze at on no, Saturday. Nope. Not so, at all. Uh, way to send the seniors off with, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. This is Coach Benny Toller's uh, first season up there at CU, and uh, you know he kind of got thrown to the wolves late in the uh, in hey, the process. He did. He got thrown in there very late. Yeah. So hopefully now with uh, a, at least a season of coaching under his belt with uh, in the ACHA, now he knows how the ACHA is and how our conference is. And he'll be able to recruit and get some get some of his own kids to come there to uh, see you. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, Coach Toller will stick around, and um, uh, you know, turn the Buffs back around into the the powerhouse that they once were. Yeah, yeah, they've been good past couple seasons. So yeah, hopefully he gets it turned around real quick here. Yep, yep. Hey, up in the fort, Grand Canyon and Colorado State played Friday, Saturday. Grand Canyon ends up winning on, oh, actually, it was Colorado State. Thumps Grand Canyon 6-2 to two on Friday night, and then it was Grand Canyon that won the Saturday game 3-2 to two in a really tight, close-knit yeah, uh, affair. They scored in the third period to win the game. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to see uh, Grand Canyon pull that tight one off, but they did, so 
So be it, right? They did, and I'll tell you, there was, um, I mean, that one game um, had a uh, had a huge effect, had a huge ripple effect that we'll talk about a little bit later on. But um, so so um, uh, Colorado State loses to Vegas, uh, beats Grand Canyon, loses to Grand Canyon, and uh, Colorado beats Grand Canyon but loses two to Vegas. So um, you know, I think. I also think this was the well. I know it was the last uh, game for some of the seniors up there at uh, Colorado State. So, um, you know, a decent little season up there for uh, for CSU. They I know yeah. they wish they could do better, and they had uh, an influx of freshmen with, uh, but they also had some injuries. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, injury bug. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll hopefully they'll uh, they'll pick things back up and uh, get up into the you know. I think they finished around thirty six or something like that. That's where they were ranked last week. So uh, they'll, hopefully they'll they'll you know next year they'll get up into the twenties and you know fight for a spot at nationals. Hey, you know what I like about those guys? Those guys have an identity. They're at Colorado State. Yeah. They uh, and they stick to it. They play with it. They they welcome it. I don't per se, but you know they're a hardworking group, and uh, you know what you're going to get every time you go face those guys. You're going to you're going to work, and you're going to have to work and. Uh, yeah, so I like what they've got going on up there. Yeah, yeah, I do too. They're, of course, I'm partial since uh, Cam Laram <laughs> goes there. So, yeah. Anyways, I, I'm, you know, the one thing I, I like about Colorado State, and I, I, it has nothing to do with the hockey game itself. Uh, between the second and the third intermission, they have check a puck, and mm-hmm. their, and their stands are elevated. So, you know, and they throw like a little vinyl target out there in the center ice, and you just got to, you know, saucer one out there to kind of get to the, uh, to win the thing. And, um, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to brag too much, but um, I think we've won it a couple of times. Oh, so, oh boy. Oh, yeah. Star, a couple of Starbucks gift cards, uh, <laughs> a, a, a box or two of Girl Scout cookies. So, uh, oh, right up your alley. There you go. I mean, good investment, I think. Uh, $5 for, uh, for a couple of foam pucks and a little flick of the wrist. Uh, I've even taught Cam the Ram how uh, how to perfect that little uh, style. You know, most people just get out there and they chuck it, they wing it. Yeah, you know, like they, a baseball. Yeah, they th- yeah exactly. They think they're you know trying to throw it in from center field, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, you're, you're this is more like a little uh, like a golf shot. So uh, yep, little chip shot. There you go. So, anyways, um, Colorado, Colorado State, they're done, done for the season. So uh, good, good for those guys, and, and and good for them to both get a win on the weekend that they don't get blanked. Yeah, yeah. I uh, good weekend for those guys. Yeah. All right, Oklahoma. Andrews Oklahoma Sooners head out on the road. They went up to Ames, Iowa. What's the, what do we always say about Ames, Iowa, Andrew? It is a great place to win hockey games. It's a great place to win hockey games, especially if you're the road team. And it did not happen this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma lost uh, to Iowa State 3 to 2. On Friday night and on Saturday they lost 4 to nothing. Oklahoma came into the um, uh, into the weekend, they were ranked 20th. Iowa State was 24th. And uh, Oklahoma really needed to win both of these games in order to have a fighting chance at uh, making the yeah. field for nationals. And this kind of sealed the deal for them. There, no doubt about that. The, uh, the thing that sticks out to me is just the, just the lack of shots that we've had over the, pa- the course of the past few weekends here. Yeah. So only mustered up 19 on Friday. And then I don't have the score sheet for Saturday, but it wasn't much better. Because they got shut out, so yeah, just a just a lack of uh, offense is uh, kind of what doomed those guys in. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see those games. I don't pay for games on 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 the internet, mm-hmm. so uh, 
Uh, iOS 8 likes to try to get as much money out of you as you possibly can, and I, I declined. But um, just from looking at the scores, you can see that Oklahoma – um, uh, you know, gave it a shot on Friday, and once they lost on Friday, they were like, eh. "Yeah, they were done. They were done." And so, uh, you know, Saturday, it uh, I'm sure, you know, I'm not saying the kids didn't play hard. I'm sure they did because uh, I know they've got some pride on that team. But uh, yeah, just looking at the result uh, with a, a just a shot out there at the end. So uh, Oklahoma, uh, you know, goes up uh, to Ames, Iowa, and loses both of those games, and uh, yep. their, so their season is done. Yep, they're done. Yep, kind of a kind of kind of a disappointing uh, end oh. for the season. They, I know they came into the uh, spring semester. I think Andrew, if I looked at this right, they were like fourteen and three coming into the spring semester, and right, during right in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah, like ranked as high as number eleven or twelve, yep. and. Um, then, then they went uh, four and nine the rest of the way. Yeah, and, that kind of uh, kind of sealed their fate right there. Yeah, won the first four games of the spring semester and lost the last nine, and that'll do it. Yep, that'll do it right there. That'll do it. So uh, Oklahoma season is done. So Missouri State, Colorado State, Colorado, and Oklahoma, their season is completed and they're done. Uh, and we had one more set of games for the weekend. Uh, Arizona State went down to Tucson to play uh, U of A at the Tucson Convention Center. These are um, WCHL games. Yeah, and I'm glad you kept that straight. <laughs> I had to get corrected on that. Remember that? <laughs> I remember that vividly. Oh, yeah. I was such a dope. Um, but, yeah, these were WCHL games and um, – these were, were games that, that uh, uh, counted also for the Cactus Cup, which is the competition between the two schools for, uh, I, I guess, a, a rivalry cup that they have. Just kind of a, kind of a cool little thing they got going on. It is. It is, yep. yeah. You and, uh, you and the, your counterpart up there at UCO ought to figure something out for, uh, you know, maybe have the, a, a, a schooner cup or something like that. <laughs> yeah, they'd, I'm sure they'd go for that one, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, well, hey, come on. You never know. Yeah, yep. We should, we should figure something out, but we'll let the hockey guys do that. <laughs> That's right. You don't know anything about hockey. Neither do I. <laughs> we're just not. We're not hockey guys. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, hey, Arizona State and Arizona meet for the seventh and eighth times this season. And uh, Arizona, as I said, uh, uh, needed to win both of these games in order to retain the Cactus Cup. And uh, damned if they didn't. Uh, they did. They won three to two on Friday night and three to one on Saturday. Both very close, tight knit games. I thought both teams played very, very well. Yeah, I had very close games. The, yeah. uh, I was, I was surprised. I, I thought we were going to see a, a split here on the weekend. I, I, but and I thought Arizona State had them on Saturday. You know, they were going one nothing into the third. Yep. And then just bang like that. Here comes Arizona three goals and wins the thing three, one. So crazy yeah. stuff, crazy stuff. Yeah. They, Arizona celebrated the WCHL conference championship on the ice on Friday night after the three to two win. Uh, even though they had already clinched the WCHL, um, um, uh, conference championship. Um, uh, they clinched that a couple of weeks ago when Oklahoma lost at Missouri state. Yeah. Um, but they celebrated, uh, retaining the cactus cup. Apparently I did not realize this, but um, in order to win the Cactus Cup, you actually have to beat the champion. So that's kind of uh, a nice thing. They split the season series four games apiece. Yeah. And they don't 
account for points or anything. It's just, did you win? Did you lose? I like it. So each team won four games, and which means uh, that the champion did not get beaten. They didn't take it away. So they retained the cup. They retained the cup for another year, and they celebrated uh, on the ice on Saturday night with the Cactus Cup. So Very interesting. Yeah, a lot of hardware on the ice there at the TCC over the weekend. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, good for those guys. So um, they end on a on a on a nice little uh, bump in Arizona State. You know they played well. I'm, you know they're disappointed that they uh, wanted to uh, win at least one of those two games and get the Cactus Cup and you know have a little bit of uh, uh, you know uh, have have their destiny in their own hand, if you will, yeah, uh, or, or have a hand in their own destiny um, by winning a game and securing their spot to nationals. And instead, they had to kind of hope for uh, help from others. But um, yeah, I mean, not a not a bad weekend for two pretty good little teams. Yeah, two. Uh, and I thought, you know, close games, but yeah, I thought Arizona State had them Saturday, and then bam, Arizona comes alive in the third period and just takes it to them. Nice thing is too, uh, even though it didn't appear this way on, on the on the broadcast, um, they had a lot of people in the stands. They had yes. four forty five hundred something like that in the stands both nights. Uh, now the place is, you know, gigantic. It holds yeah, thirteen thousand or whatever. Yeah. Something, yeah. I don't, I don't know how much, but it's, uh, you know, you can see it, it still looked like, you know, in some sections it was empty seat night, but wow, the place got loud. So yeah, that's that's fun when yeah. you when you play in front of those kind of crowds, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, good times, good times. The other thing that I enjoyed, uh, I really enjoyed it about the Saturday broadcast. Um, with their Arizona, and it's probably going to uh, veer off course. They always show, you know, some of the commercials that they've cut before the season. So if you watch an uh, an Arizona broadcast, you see the same stuff over and over and over. Uh, but this particular um, this last broadcast on Saturday night, they did a uh, a little uh, interview segment during the uh, second intermission with all of the uh, interns and the people behind the scenes on the media side. Yeah, and, and that was kind of cool. Yeah. A lot of people. A little different. You know, a lot of people, you get to see some people who are uh, um, used to being in front of the camera, some people who uh, are not. And they're some used to be behind the camera. <laughs> yes, they're used to being behind the camera or, uh, you know, in front of a console, and they're, they're, you can see why. Um, you know, the, the, the wild thing was a lot of those people are headed off to Los Angeles to go to work. And I thought, yeah, well, it's a different mindset, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's cool that they're yeah. – uh, giving them a little something there to cut their teeth on and then sending them off and, and doing that. So that's cool stuff. I thought it was, I thought it was very, very nice, very well done. So, uh, all right. So that was the end of the regular season that concludes the uh, WCHL conference season as well. And the final standings are in Arizona. Um, is we all, as we knew they were the back-to-back uh, WCHL champions. They win the conference again this season. With the two losses, Arizona State falls from second place to third place, allowing UCO to slip up to second place, but barely. Isn't yeah, by two two tenths of a percentage. Yeah, what's well, you got the percentage there, don't you? Yeah, UCO finished the season at sixty one point six percent. Oh, and Arizona State finished the, the WCHL season with sixty one point four percent. That's crazy. That that's close, right? That is close. The only thing that made that better is if that was for a one and two instead of two and three. <laughs> that, no, that, no, no, no. Oh, that'd have been that'd have been fantastic. Right uh, there. I would, you would, I would have had to have been in two or three different places. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, so yeah, Oklahoma. Excuse me, Central Oklahoma literally gets two more points 
then uh, then ASU, and they played one more game. So it literally turned into a point zero zero two difference in yep. the percentage. That's close. That's close right there. Oklahoma That's- finishes in fourth place with fifty four percent, and then what? Missouri State, Colorado State, Colorado. Yeah, thirty nine percent for Missouri State, twenty nine percent for Colorado State, and thirteen for Colorado. Wow. Well, there you go. There you, there go. you have it. And uh, we put it out there on the Twitter. We had in all of our conference games, and I forget how many conference games we actually had, we had 395 goals scored uh, total in all the games. Andrew, who was the highest scoring team in the WCHL in all the conference games? Who scored the most goals? I am going to say that the team with the highest goals for would have been UCO. UCO with 78 goals. And then right after that, it was Arizona State with 72 and Arizona with 70. So, all right, now who had the lowest goals against? Or, yeah, the lowest goals against. The lowest goals against, I am going to say, had to have been Arizona. Arizona, look at you. Man, you're on fire. 27 am... goals against for Arizona um, in 18 games. So they, they, I, they didn't, the most that they allowed a team to score against them was four goals. Everything else is a one or a two-goal game for the most That's... part. There's a couple of three-goal games in there, but wow. That's that's not that's not a bad little stat. Yeah, no, I mean, let's 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 back up uh, and put a little asterisk there because the one game that uh, UCO ended up forfeiting earlier in the season, I believe, was like a seven to one butt kicking. Yeah, so, six one seven one something like something, that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was, it was they got a little out of hand. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, and then so twenty seven goals against for Arizona, and then uh, the next closest. Um, just looking at it was Arizona State with 50 goals against. It so, was close, right? Them in Oklahoma coming yeah. in tight for second. There you go. Look at you. Man, you're, you're <laughs> all over it. You're on fire. All right. Uh, I've got the sheet pulled up on my computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Andrew, Andrew. You know what the music means. That means it's time for your final Three stars of the week for the WCHL podcast. Hold on. We'll hear it one more time. All right, Andrew, sock it to us. Give us your number three star of the week. I'm going to throw a little curveball at you here for the final stars of the week rankings. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. I am throwing a curveball here. Yeah. So so star number three. Star number three. You're calling an audible. From the University of Arizona. Yeah. Is... The goaltenders, Anthony Churro and Nolan Bilicek. Oh, you're giving your, it's a tie. It's a tie. Those guys, they had a 95.3 save percentage on the weekend, those two guys. Churro so, and Bivs. All right. Yep. So I thought they were equally deserving. So I threw it in there. I threw a curveball at you. Yeah. And, and gave you a two for one. <laughs> two for one. It's like I'm at, at Sam's Club or something or Costco. Yeah. yeah two for one yeah. deal. Yeah, here you go. Everybody gets a two for one. <laughs> Everybody gets a goalie. All right. So Anthony Churro <laughs> and Nolan Bivelchick are Andrew's number three star. They share what did you say the percentage was? Ninety five? Uh yeah. They stopped sixty one of sixty four shots on goal this weekend. Wow. For ninety five point three save percentage. All right, good for those guys. Yeah. I they played Co- well. I think Coach Berman's gonna have a decision on his hands. Woo-hoo-hoo. I wouldn't want to yeah, I wouldn't want to be him. Yeah. Going into nationals. Yeah. Either one of those guys could get the nod and, and win games for you. Mm-hmm. You might have to alternate. Yeah. 
Yikes. All right. So, Andrew, um, uh, so let's hear it. Who's the number two star of the week from Andrew? Number two star of the week is from Colorado State, Mr. Tanner Gillis. Really? He had a goal and two assists on Friday night, and he had three of the first four points of the game he was involved in. So he uh, he played well. All right. Very nice. Tanner Gillis from Colorado State. I don't believe we mentioned that name at all this season. So good for Tanner. I'd, Yep, I uh, yeah, and this next my my next guy, the number one star of the week, number one from the University of Colorado is Mr. Brendan Hansen, and he had a goal and four assists. Wow! So he is he is a newbie on our final uh, three stars of the week here. He is our final number one. Very nice. So Hansen from Colorado is number number one. He's. Uh, I don't know if he's a freshman or a sophomore, but I know he's one of the newer ones. And then, uh, so he's number one. Tanner Gillis from Colorado State is number two. And then the curveball is both of the Arizona goaltenders, Anthony Churro and Nolan Bivolchuk. Churro and Bivolchuk, yep. Very nice. Any honorable mentions, or have you uh, exhausted your reserve? I have exhausted my reserves. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, that's all, right. all I got for you. All right, that works. That works. Andrew, hey, well, let's uh, take a quick break, and then we'll come back. We'll talk rankings. We'll talk nationals, and then uh, we'll try to get the heck out of here. What do you say? I'm in. Uh, but, hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Well, he was more than just a coach. Uh, he was really a teacher. Work that puck. That's the way I like it. What the hell would we- you gonna let him stand in here like a... Hold it! Just because you look like the gimp don't mean you play like the gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs. Give him the... Go on, man, shot! Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go. Andrew, holy smokes. <laughs> that sounded like you out there on the ice. Oh, man. I laugh every time I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, um, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have one more set of rankings that matter to us. Uh, they'll be released officially on Wednesday, um, and those will set the field for the uh, twenty teams that are going to make it to nationals. Um, so we don't have well, we we kind of we kind of have them. I know that discerning listeners uh, always tune in to uh, uh, discerning listeners of the WCHL podcast always tune in early because they get kind of a sneak peek at the rankings. Yes, they know where everybody's at. They, that's right, like two or three days before everybody else does. Um, this time we're going to have to only give them a partial tease because the rankings are being withheld on purpose um, until Wednesday. Uh, but last week, Arizona was 8th, UCO was number 10, Arizona State 17, Oklahoma 20, Missouri State 31, Colorado State 36, Colorado ended up being 50th. I can tell you, uh, again, the, um, the rankings will be released officially on Wednesday uh, at 12 noon Eastern time. Um, I can tell you this, um, there was no change to numbers 1 through 8, is what I understand. I understand there was a two-way tie at number four, a two-way tie at number seven, and a three-way tie at number 17, and that we will have three teams from the Western Collegiate Hockey League that will make it into the national tournament. 
Um, Arizona will stay at number eight. UCO will be number 13. And Arizona State will make it into the national tournament at number 18. Now, that's all very unofficially. Uh, The announcement will officially be made on Wednesday, but very unofficially, that's my prognostication, best guess, whatever you want to call it. The great prognosticator right there. Yeah, yeah. And what that means is the way the tournament format is set up, uh, the Arizona at number eight would take on the number nine seed. Um, I have an idea who that is, but we're going to wait. UCO at the number 13 seed will take on number 20. And we have, I think we can figure that one out here pretty quick. And then Arizona State at number 18, they'll be paired up against number 15. Um, And we'll have to wait on Wednesday for uh, to find out that opponent. I I mean, we know the opponent, but we have to wait officially because all that stuff is kind of semi-embargoed. There yep, were, they want to um, give away all the secrets. Yeah, well, you know, the ACHA, I, I mean, let's let's talk a little inside baseball here. The ACHA gave us a call here on Saturday and asked us to, if we didn't mind kind of holding off on releasing, oh, spoiling yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, that makes it more exciting that way. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, maybe. Um, there were two auto bids or the possibility of two auto bids. Remember when we talked last uh, week? Um, there were two conferences, that crappy uh, conference out of uh, Pittsburgh, the CHMA, yep. and then that terrible conference out of uh, uh, New York, the NECHL. Both of those had their playoffs, and their playoff champion would get their auto bid to go to nationals, not the regular season champion. Uh, the regular season champion in the CHMA, that Pittsburgh league, was Pitt. And the regular season champion in that terrible New York league is Niagara. Niagara was ranked 40th. Pitt was ranked, I believe they were number 18 going into the weekend. Yes, 17 or 18, something like that. Yep. yep. So if Pitt won um, their playoff and got the auto bid, then it would only mean that one team would get bumped uh, because Pitt was already in the top 20. And the one team that would get bumped would be the whoever won the terrible New York playoff. Um, but as it turns out, Pitt ends up uh, just you know taking a dump. In, yep, uh, in in their final in their championship game, they got uh, they lost four to one to Indiana is- Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Uh, so IUP, who was ranked uh, number thirty seventh by the computer, is coming to nationals in Pitt. Oh boy! Fell to number twenty, and Pitt gets bumped. How about that? So sucks to be Pitt. And then uh, Niagara, hey, to their credit, they won the the playoff for their crappy little New York League. So uh, they they came into the um, they, I'm, I'm going to get in so much trouble when I see these guys, huh? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's right. They don't they don't know me. Um, Niagara, Niagara came in there. The computer had them at number forty, so they're going to get seated at number twenty. And because we know that UCO plays UCO at number thirteen, will play number twenty. I think it's fair to say that UCO will probably face Niagara. Yeah. So. And I think uh, I think Niagara's come down and played UCO in years past at, at, in Edmond. They if have, I'm not mistaken. They yeah. have. Uh, they have. So, yeah, so there's a little bit of little bit of history there. A little bit of history, and uh, yeah, they're the Niagara Purple Eagles. Oh, that's fearful. Yeah, I know. Have you ever seen a purple eagle? I, I, you know what? I've seen a lot of different colored eagles depending on what I was doing. But I've never seen a I've never seen a purple one. Yeah, neither have I. I and I've you know yeah. I can honestly say I'm not a uh, I'm not a grand user of a whole lot of drugs, but um, <laughs> I have taken a hallucinogenic once or twice in my life, uh, all prescribed by a doctor. Thank you very much. And I've never once <laughs> seen a purple eagle. 
Um, Can we see those prescriptions? Do you still have those? I no. still have them. I do have them laying around. <laughs> That's the best part. I don't use them all up. So I, I probably have like 20-year-old uh, 20 tabs laying around somewhere. Yeah, 40-year-old quaaludes waiting for time release. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get personal. Yeah. Uh, so we got uh, so two teams are going to get bumped. Uh, so the top 18 will make it, and uh, 19 and 20 will be the uh, auto-bid teams, which means number 20, Pitt, and number 19, Iowa State. Iowa Ooh. State, I know, I know. Iowa State almost uh, pulled off a miracle and moved from 24 all the way to 19. But they got bumped. So They got bumped. That stinks. I kind of like Iowa. I mean, I, I shouldn't say this. I like Iowa State. The coach, Jason Fairman. I like yeah, Iowa. He's I, a good dude. I, I kind of like Iowa State, the program a little bit, but you know, they're not a whole lot. I mean, yeah, I, I like the notion they're, of the program, but then you get to the cult of Iowa State, and you're like, oh, and then, yeah, it's just too much. Yeah, uh, they, you know, they think their stuff doesn't stink, and yeah, yeah, no, it's I'm right there with you. So yeah, hey, the the official announcement will come on Wednesday at twelve noon Eastern. Look for that uh, probably on the ACHA website and on the ACHA Twitter. Um, uh, yep, and you might know somebody who's running the ACHA Twitter, at least ACHA Men's D One Twitter. Uh, so he's I, kind of a smart yeah. aleck. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I got a pretty good chuckle at the ACHA D One Twitter this evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the chucklehead that runs the ACHA D One Twitter, uh, or recently has found some memes and was having some yeah. fun. Yeah. So. He, yeah, he did all right. I was I was bored a little bit, so uh, anyways. Yeah, I got a I got a good chuckle out of it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people complaining of, because they don't understand how the rankings work. But uh, hey, one through eight, I'm told they're going to stay the same, which means that num- the number one seed in the entire tournament is going to be Adrian. Number two will be Liberty. Number three will be Lindenwood. Number four will be Ohio. Number five will be Minot. Number six will be Michigan Dearborn. Number seven will be Stony Brook. And then number eight will be Arizona. So, yeah. um, uh, but the, I, I think it's fair to say um, uh, that the, the teams to beat this year are going to be some combination of Adrian and Liberty because they've just basically ran roughshod over most of their uh, opponents. I think Lindenwood might be able to make a a strong run at that as well. Obviously they dominated Missouri state this past week. So yeah, I would, I would, I would tend to think, uh, cause I'm not sold on Adrian. So I would tend to think the teams to watch for are uh, Liberty and Lindenwood. And then my dark horse going into it is uh, Minot, the defending champions. Well, there you go. They always find a way to win at the right time. So yep. uh, anyways, Hey, look for that official announcement uh, to come on Wednesday at 12 noon Eastern. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll have to think up of some good memes to uh, go with our uh, <laughs> our, our our announcement. Yeah, yeah. Pace, your, pace yourself. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll try to find a whole bunch of uh, um, office office themed memes or something. A whole lot of Jim and Pam and Dwight and uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff. That that would be kind of fun. Like I, w- I want to have fun with it. So yeah, might as well. If we're yeah. going to be here, might as well have fun. There you go. There you go. All right, Andrew. Hey, let's um, uh, let's take another quick little break, and um, uh, then we'll come back and let's talk about uh, give a general overview about the WCHL season. Maybe some hits, some misses, some duds, some uh, whatever you want to talk about, and then uh, and then we'll. Uh, I I want to talk. About, remind me. I want to talk about a flame bulb. Okay. A flame bulb. A flame bulb. Oh, boy. Yeah, hold hold on. Oh, yeah. 
Game face is on. It's our first day of senior hockey, bud. Well, first impression's a lasting one, bro. You ready for this, bud? Uh, four check, back check, paycheck, bro. Ding. One, drop your glove. Two, catch jersey. Three, over the head. And where I'm from, we call this the Inglewood Jack. What I say? That's the way. Inglewood Jack. Inglewood Jack there, Andrew. How about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, let her have it. <laughs> let her have it. Well, hey, let's talk. Let's let's give the Inglewood Jack here to the season of the WCHL season. Um, let's. I'm just going to throw three categories out there: hits, misses, and duds. I said it before the break. Um, looking back, just generally, give me your reaction. Um, uh, who 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 season in the WCHL would you consider having been having been a hit? What team was a hit this season? I am going to say um, I threw uh, University of Central Oklahoma into this category just with the little bit of turmoil they had with the switching of the head coach with longtime coach McAllister leaving and the the newbie uh, coach Rivera stepping in. They uh, It could have gone terribly south really quick, and I thought they did a really good job and finished strong. So I'm going to put them in the hit category. Okay. Uh, the next one up is was kind of a surprise, not really, but kind of a surprise, was Arizona State. Uh-oh, uh-oh, the wizard, all hat and no cave. He's going to get mad at you for uh, oh. giving deference, giving some praise to ASU. Come on. Just don't forget my milkshake. Ju- um. ju- justify it. <laughs> Just Justify your, your hitness. You know what? They were uh, – Bottom of the barrel last season, and Coach Green came in and has really done a fantastic job this season with the boys and uh, good goaltending back there. They've got Clayton Lackey and that plored uh, line and all that working for him. And uh, yeah, so I I uh, put these guys in the hit category right there. Yep, I, I, I'm very, not, very I'm not, nice turnaround. I'm not going to disagree with you. I think Coach Green and Coach Nellis have done a heck of a job, and. Um... I think they've uh, I think they've done a hell of a job with uh, with Arizona State this year. Yeah, they've had a great turnaround, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do at nationals. Good. All right. Anybody else in the hit category, or or do we need to move on? Uh, nope. My uh, I'm going to stick with the desert teams out there, and uh, my uh-huh. last team in the hit category is uh, University of Arizona. Really? So yeah, it's they kind of had a target on their back, being the defending. WCHL uh, champions, so they they kind of had a walking around with a little bit of a walking target there, and uh, I thought they defended it well. They played well all season. Never one thing I noticed about those guys is they never got too high, and they never got too low. You know, they were just steady and went about their business and and played hockey. And so with Coach Berman out there, congrats to those guys. And yeah, I would say uh, very very big hit on the season. Yeah, I would tend to agree. Back-to-back conference champions, Coach uh, Coach Berman has, uh, you know, he's done it by himself. He doesn't really have an assistant coach out there, uh, but he's changed the culture at U of A. Um, yep. Uh, since he's come in, it was uh, it was a different kind of a culture when he got there, and now it's a winning culture, and uh, guys are uh, being held accountable. And um, uh, yeah, so okay, so Arizona, Arizona State, and UCO are hits. Anybody else, or do we? That is, we are on to the next. All right, so the next category that I generally uh, had there was the miss category. Whose WCHL season would you consider a miss? Or is there anybody that you would consider a miss? You know what? I've got two teams that I would consider uh, putting in the miss category. All right, all right. Suck it Um, to me. 
The first one is my beloved Oklahoma Sooners. Uh-oh. I, uh, You're going to get I in trouble. This, that's all right. I'm not scared of those guys. But, uh, <laughs> I I think this is a uh, this was a season of missed opportunities for those guys. The uh, I thought they had a very talented team, but they couldn't get past the injury bug, and uh, yeah, just missed opportunities along the way. So that's all I'm going to say about that one. Okay. Yeah. As we talked about earlier, you know, four and nine at the spring semester, it's kind of a, kind of a letdown to end the season that way. But um, yeah, they, and I think they have a, a missed opportunity. So especially yep. with nationals being a couple hours South, uh, yeah, basically right in, in their own backyard. Yep. Uh, you know, so, okay. So you said you had another team there. I did uh, Colorado state. Really? I'm going to throw in my missed category. Okay. The, uh, because, like we mentioned earlier, they coach Green and those, or uh, yeah, Coach Green. No, Weeks. Coach Weeks, Weeks. come on, good, get it straight. Good, good Lord, Coach you're, Weeks you're here. You're going to get me yelled yeah. at by Coach Green. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they, uh, but no, he's instilled a uh, a mentality there, and and they stick with that mentality. And they've played lots of close hockey games this season, and I think they've just missed here and there. And had a good season, but they could have had a great season. So, uh, yeah, just capitalize on some of those opportunities they've got. And let's see what they can do next year. All right. All right. Very good. And that leaves the last category, which are duds. So I the can kind of tell where we're going with this one since you mentioned yeah. five and not the other two. So, Yep. The, uh, I'm going to throw uh, Missouri State and Colorado in my dud category. Yeah. Okay. They, uh, Support your answer. Missouri State. Easily the uh, best uh, showing at nationals last year down yeah. in Frisco. We were very hot on them coming oh, yeah. into the season. Gave They gave the defending champion, Adrian, a run for their money. They There was some sphincters that were doing some serious puckering up in that game uh, yep. late until it was a one-goal game. They scored, what, with like two minutes to go? Yeah, it wasn't. But yeah, it was close all the way to the end. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Missouri State rang yeah. a couple of posts, and you bet. They, they, they put on a hell of a show down there. They did. They did. So, so we were, we were very high on those guys coming into the season and yeah, just for whatever it was, they just, they just couldn't get it going this year. And, uh, a lot of seniors, that, a lot of seniors lot, on that team. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, you could almost put them into, you could almost put them into the miss category on that. Cause you know, they had 11 to 14. We can't decide on the number <laughs> of, of seniors up there. And so that's kind of a missed opportunity. You got a lot of veteran leadership there and uh, they just couldn't capitalize on it. And there's, there's a couple of things that stick out in my mind and the, uh, and I think you were there for it when they were up, was it four to one or five to one, four to one Arizona state. And they let Arizona state come back and beat them in their own barn. That kind of, that kind of sticks out to me. And uh, I'm not going to say that's a kind of a cap for the season for those guys, but there was, it seems like there was quite a bit of that going on. So just kind of a dud from what they were last year to, to this season, the uh, little disappointing to me, but all right. And then Colorado. It's almost were, kind of self-explanatory, huh? Yeah. Two wins on the season, but it's, I'm kind of put, I'm going to put an asterisk on this one. Cause, cause coach taller was kind of thrown to the wolves at the last minute on this deal. Yeah, and, he was. Uh, yeah, he was. So it's kind of tough. And if I'm not mistaken, Colorado finished last season number 19, but got bumped out of nationals from auto bids. They did, yep. So they went from finishing 19 to finishing number 50 in the rankings. So that's kind of a kind of a dud, in my opinion, right there. 
Yeah, yeah, kind of a dud, and I think it's kind of a. Um, um, this is just me speaking personally. I think it's kind of a uh, prime example of um, what what you get when you let uh, uh, kids run the program versus letting an adult run the program. Yep. Um, but you can look at uh, the twenty teams that are going to nationals, um, and uh, you know, just you can name and you can name the adult. Look at every single one of those teams, and you can name the adult that runs that program. Yep. Um, and you look at the teams that are, you know, floundering in the, you know, 30, 40, 50 range. And you can see that those are, uh, kids who, um, you know, those are uh, programs that are run by kids that, uh, for the most part that don't, um, that are, I'm not going to say they're short-sighted, but they're looking at their career as opposed to the entire trajectory for the entire program. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they're not looking at establishing a culture. They're looking for the here and now. So it's, yeah. um, but I think, yeah. but I think, uh, I think with coach taller there, if he, if he sticks around and comes back, I think he'll, I think we'll see a big improvement next season. I, you know, you, you kind of started seeing a little bit of it here towards the end of this season. Um, Grant Payne was playing a lot better in net back there. And, you know, you got to probably chalk some of that up to uh, Coach Taller and his game plan and the way he was preparing the kids. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see what they bring to the table next season if uh, Coach Taller sticks around up there. I think that'll be the big question uh, for, for them. And we can, you know, in future podcasts, we'll, we'll, we'll ask, you know, big questions for each program. But um, for CU, I, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. The, the, their biggest recruit is going to be uh, their coach, and that's going to be um, uh, so that they can establish some stability and, yeah. and, and some consistency within that program. Yeah, he's and I've and I've talked to him when he was down here um, back in January. I I talked to him for quite a bit on before the Saturday game, and he's a super nice guy. Yep. And I I think if he can get in there and and do some work and and put in some sweat into it, I think uh, it'll pay off dividends for him. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, Benny's Benny Benny. Uh, he's 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 a good egg. He's a good egg, and uh, he, yep. he he's getting it. He's getting a deep appreciation for the ACHA right now, and he sees the. Uh, the quality that is in the ACHA, especially here at the Division One level, and so uh, I hope he sticks around. That's for sure, and I'd like to see the Buffs get back. So, all right, Andrew. Um, so next week we'll be able to talk about we'll be able to get your uh, predictions for the Nationals field. Ooh, I know because well, well that that'll be fun. Uh, this past weekend there was a whole bunch of games at uh, the Division Two level. They had their regionals in the. Um, I'm going to see if I get this right. They had. Because they do it weird. They have Northeast, Southeast, Central, and West regionals. Division three does like South, North, Midwest, and Pacific, or some or Atlantic. I don't know. It's something goofy like that. They can never yeah, get some. the directions right. North, Southeast, and West <laughs> makes so much sense to me. And right, like, and they want to throw in Pacifics and Atlantic. Oh and, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, the, com- yeah. Commodore and you know, amb- <laughs> yeah. Ambassador and. Throw in all these big names for no good reason. Just do north, yeah. south, east, and west. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm not a hockey guy, right? So that's right. Don't know anything. But uh, yep. so those those were some exciting times. The Division Two folks have figured out their field of sixteen that's coming down to the Frisco Plano area for regionals. So the Division One field is set. We'll get that announced on Wednesday. The Division Two field was set. That was uh, revealed or uh, came to fruition, I guess, on uh, Sunday. Um, Division three is going to have their regionals coming up this weekend, so they'll know which sixteen teams are going to um, 
for the Frisco Plano area for uh, for them. And then I think the following week we're going to find out uh, the women. Women one, which eight teams are going to go to uh, Frisco, and women two, I think they get twelve teams from women two. So. Exciting times. Exciting times. All right, Andrew, I told you that I wanted to talk about a flame bulb. Flame bulb. You and I, the other day, we I came by to pick you up. We went up to UCO, and you, uh, we were driving through your neighborhood, and you said, look at that joker of a house over there. <laughs> these, these, yes, I did. This house had some bulbs on the outside that created like a little flame effect. Yeah. Right. Looks like looks like looks like the freaking miniature medieval times over there. Yeah. It looks across like a, the way. A little torch yeah. going on, right? Yeah. I've got my slingshot out shooting rocks at him right now. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad we live in different neighborhoods then, because <laughs> uh, I went out to uh, the side of the house last night, uh, and, and this is this is going to sound so dumb, but so domestic, uh, to go put the trash out. Right, Monday here in in, in our place of the world, it's uh, trash day, so I was going to wheel the trash bins out to the front, and I see that the light on the side of the house is burned out. So I come inside and I'm looking for a light bulb and I don't have one except for the flame light bulb that I got Ugh. sent to me from some place in China. Ugh. So I put the flame light bulb in, right? Because I figure uh, anything is better than nothing right now. Okay. Yep. So fast forward to tonight, right before I hop on the <laughs> podcast, my doorbell rings. It's pitch black outside. Your house right? is on fire. My house. <laughs> my next door neighbor comes by and he says. I think that bulb next door is on fire and I think you might want to do something about it. You know, you might want to go get it looked at. So I walked outside with him, and uh, I was very, very courteous and very kind. You know, this is the same guy whose kid stole things from the back of, uh, you know, the first week I moved into this house, this guy, uh, his kid stole a bunch of speakers and stuff. And, you know, welcome to the neighborhood, file a police report and find out that your neighbor stole your stuff and pawned it. He's probably got your he's probably got your damn Christmas son. <laughs> he probably does that little <laughs> jerk. God, I hadn't thought about that. that little, uh, I mean, uh, you know, he's he, he had a kid over there who uh, had a had a had an artillery. Um, had, he just had a, a, a gun collection. So I came back from an overseas trip once, and like I had a whole bunch of stuff in my backyard shot up. You know, so anyways, so <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy comes over and to tell me that my house has gone fire because this bulb is on his, his, his looks like it's on fire. And I said, no, nah, it's just a flame bulb. And he says, I've seen a lot of stuff, but I've never seen a flame bulb before. That's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> and the first person I thought of was Andrew Majorkirth. Oh, Lord. Uh, we, we, dro- we drove by the house in our neighborhood the other day. I was, I was with my my wife and daughter and I was like, you got to go buy this house. And I said, look at this over here. I said, it, it looks like medieval times of, of Oklahoma city over here. You're just jealous. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, was the, I the, the funny, you see, I, I, I got this as a freebie because I bought some dumb led garage light, right. That lights up like all of the universe now inside yeah. my garage. I mean, it is brighter than the sun inside the garage. And so they, they, you know, if you give them a positive review, hey, we'll send you something. Well, they sent me this stupid flame bulb, and I've had it sitting around for, I don't know, like a year now. And <laughs> I had no other bulbs to replace it with. I was going to give there you, you this. I was going to give it to you as a joke, 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, just <laughs> and, what I need. And now I've got a now I had to put it to good use. Oh, uh, in yeah. my in my lovely neighbor, Mr. Mr. Steal Your Stuff and Pawn It decides to come on yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh your light bulb's on fire over there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, got any uh other than flaming light bulbs? Do you have any uh gritches or gripes? I have no gritches or gripes. I got the, a uh, I got a joke for you. Oh boy, what's that? All right, so here you go. A cheap lawyer, and an expensive lawyer, and the Easter Bunny are all at a bar sitting on a table. There's a $20 bill in the middle of the table. The lights go out in the bar. When the lights come back on, the $20 bill is gone. Who took it? Uh, I'm going to say the Easter Bunny. See, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But no, the expensive lawyer. You know why? No, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. The, the, yeah, the expensive lawyer. You know why? Why? Because the cheap lawyer and the Easter Bunny, they're just figments of your imagination. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Curtis, that, that joke is courtesy of Arizona State goaltender Bronson Moore, who, who sent that to me on Friday before he plays a game. He, he must know you well. <laughs> <laughs> I got a kick out of it. That's why I give him a hard time. And he goes, I'm, that's what I'm here for, Kamish, bringing you the jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good, yeah. Kudos to him. He, he knows you well. <laughs> <laughs> I too said the Easter Bunny though, because I'm like, hey, the twenty dollar bill. Of course, I'd take it. Yeah, I'd take it in RP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, that's that's client fees yeah. right there. Come on. Yeah, he he knows you well. <laughs> <laughs> he knew his audience. I thought that was pretty good. So I said, keep him coming, kid. Keep him coming. Yeah, keep him coming. <laughs> that's, if that's, that's what it's going to take for him to play well, then so be it. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. All right, any uh, any other fun facts or things we need to worry about? Uh, fun fact, 17 days to Frisco, to Nationals. Can you believe it? So it's right here. It's on us, two weeks. That's so hard to believe. Yeah, two weeks, and that is it. Wow. I've got to go to uh, St. Louis this weekend because the uh, MCH, the B Conference, is going to have their playoff. Yep. Uh, so that'll be fun. I'll be up there at the uh, Maryville University Ice Center for a couple of days to see uh, see some good folks. So that'll be uh, good times. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after that, yeah, hop down to Frisco for a little while. Yep. It's it's here. It's on us. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna uh, you're still still up for bringing the podcast down to Frisco? I'm packing my stuff and headed that way. Oh man. Oh boy! You know people are going to avoid us like the play. Hey, the first person we need to get on is Niagara. Oh, for sure. Since we since you talk so much crap about him. <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, I notice how you back it up. I notice how you went from we to to you yeah. immediately. <laughs> that's that's. The, I'm, I'm gonna, what friends are for. I'm gonna, I'm going to sit there and say. So why do you play in that crappy league? Yeah, why do you do that? Well, why is it that nobody in your crappy league understands math? Yeah, why why are you why are you subject to that over there? <laughs> why How about that? Why don't you go play some real teams? Oh, jeez, oh, that, that is too funny. All right, well, hey, we appreciate everybody putting up with this uh, terrible podcast. Um, you know, I, there there was a coach over me, nameless, but he said, "You mean I shouldn't have a pool party and listen to your podcast on Monday night?" And, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you should never have a pool party and listen to this podcast ever." Yeah, you should you should have your pool party. Yeah, don't listen to us. Yeah, come on, you're in the in the land of plenty out there. Just have a pool party and uh, yeah. admire oh, the scenery. Yeah, he's probably having a pool party tonight as oh, we speak. God, I hope so. He better be. He better be. He's l- lucky duck. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but we appreciate everybody listening to this podcast, putting up with us for, uh, for as long as you have all season long. 
Um, I know that we always joke about having 11 listeners, but uh, we know that we have 12 or 13. And um, But we appreciate each and every one of you, uh, especially if uh, uh, we, we appreciate those that uh, uh, reach out and give us a hard time or give us some feedback. And we hope that um, if you see us wandering around um, the concourse there in uh, at the Comerica Center in Frisco in a couple of weeks, if you're going to be down there, please pull us aside, say hello, introduce yourself. Yes, um, yes. We always enjoy uh, meeting folks, and Lord knows I, I like to talk. And you, so. and you, you probably won't catch us both in the same place at the same time. If uh, when you're there, if you look down at ice level, you'll see me down there working <laughs> hard. And if you, and if you turn right around and look straight up into the suites, you'll see Chris sitting up in the suites mm-hmm. with all the with all the high rollers so you know you'll have to get us in two different spots but yeah (laughs) definitely definitely hit us up i think i'm gonna i'm gonna i don't know that i'm gonna be a sweet bound person this year are you joining the ice crew i I don't know if i'm gonna join the ice crew but uh (laughs) i'm not gonna sit up there and eat bonbons like all the rest of the high brass you know i'll uh, get my feet rubbed and all that kind of stuff during games i'll probably you know come down with the regular folks and maybe enjoy a game or 20 the uh yeah if you're uh if you're joining the ice crew, you got to be able to carry a sledgehammer and and, <laughs> and and sprint on the ice and and all the all the fun stuff above. So yeah, Andrew, you've seen me. You you know what I look like. <laughs> I don't. The only thing I'm sprinting for is ice cream or a donut. Uh, <laughs> there's no sprinting for me on the ice whatsoever. So so I do. So that brings up a. I've got a gripe or a, a gripe for you. Oh here. God, we're gonna get out of here, and now you're gonna prolong this so, misery for the people. <laughs> So I think last week you asked me what I was giving up for Lent. Did you not? I did. I did. It's the and, Lent. It's the Lenten season. And and I and I asked and I told you I wasn't giving up anything. And you, then you said you said you're, you're putting your pedal. The you're putting your foot on the pedal, going all blast. Yep. Yep. Foot on the gas, full bore. Mm-hmm. And then I asked you what you were giving up, and you said that you couldn't decide between soda and cussing. Yep. So I sent you a I sent you a nice little text last Wednesday asking how you were doing, <laughs> jerk, with with a few vulgarities in it. Yes, you did. And then I immediately got on Amazon and started searching for whiteout Mountain Dew. <laughs> and I was gonna I was gonna have said whiteout Mountain Dew shipped directly to your office oh, yeah. with a with a pleasant little thank you note attached. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> so me, you know, I get in with my computer and I and I'm searching Amazon and I find what I'm looking for and I I hit checkout and it wants my password and I'm like, well, I don't know what this is. So I couldn't I couldn't figure out what my password is to to get my free shipping through Amazon Prime. <laughs> you don't know your password. What weak stuff. So, oh. so so I wait and I was like, oh, that's no big deal. I I snapped a picture of it with my phone. I was like, I'll just go to the house and and pull it back up and I'll have my wife, it's her account. I said, I'll, I'll just have her log into it and I'll order it again. <laughs> so long story short, I get home, I, I log in, I get it all queued up and I say, hey, come put, come put your password in so I can get this stuff ordered and sent to Perry's office. God. And she said, well, why are you ordering White Mountain Dew for Perry? I said, <laughs> I was like, well, long and short of it, he may be giving it up for Lent. I said, so I'm going to send an 18 pack to his office <laughs> to mess with him. And she proceeds to scold me like a five-year-old child. Yeah. Told me how wrong it was that I couldn't do that, that it, I couldn't mess with you in that manner. And yeah, <laughs> talk, 
talked to me like I was a five-year-old child for like 10 minutes. I love that and, every, and everything that was wrong about what I was doing to you. She's the best major curse. You know that? And, and, and there we have it. There goes the end of my white mountain dew on Amazon. Oh man. It's still sitting in my cart. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I told my wife, you know, she was very surprised that I gave anything up for Lent. Um, uh, but I told her, yep, give up soda and, um, uh, I'm doing my best to give up some cussing, but I, you know, I've, Occasionally behind the wheel, I drop a bomb or two, but uh, I've, I've, I've tried to uh, tried to be a good little boy here for the past week or so, so or the past week. Jeez, it seems like it's a week. It's only been like five days. It's only been like four days. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, so yeah, but uh, soda and um, so, soda and cussing, um, you know, I'll, I'll try to be on my best behavior, but the, the, the soda is number one. The cussing is I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to... Yeah. You know, but there's no there's no guarantee. I mean, if I stub my toe, I might have to yell a, an obscenity or twenty. Yeah, I don't blame you. So yeah, that had you I, reminded me of that. So that's my gripe. Had I remind had I received an eighteen pack of White Mountain Dew, <laughs> I would have thought it was manna from heaven, and I would have saved it. And I guarantee you, on Easter Sunday, I would be rolling around full of high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> In whatever white poison I, they put in that stuff. I thought it, I cracked myself up. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was the greatest idea <laughs> that I'd come up with in a long time. Then, oh, you're what a, what a friend, what a friend yeah, you are. I, I, I try, I try, oh, I certainly do. <laughs> well, Hey, let's, let's, let's get out of here. We appreciate everybody listening. We hope that yes. uh, everybody has a great week. Look for the uh, announcement on Wednesday, 12 noon. It'll be out there on Twitter, on the ACHA website. Um, three teams from the WCHL are in, and uh, I can't repeat them because I don't want to get in any more trouble than I already am. Um, if you have some great memes, send them to us because uh, I'm going to use them on the uh, on the on the uh, ACHA Division One Twitter account. And then, uh, yeah, let's. I look forward to seeing a whole lot of people down there in Tucson. I know that the Bunzes are going to be down there in. Uh, did I say Tucson? I meant Frisco. I'm, I know the yep. Bunzes from Tucson are going to be in Frisco. And I know that there's going to be a whole bunch of folks from central Oklahoma that are going to be down there in Frisco. So I uh, look forward to seeing uh, some folks again. Stop us. Yell at us. Say hi. Introduce yourself. We don't take uh, much offense at, uh, if you agree with us. Uh, we take even less offense if you disagree with us. So, yeah. uh, you know, just uh, let us let us know that, uh, that, that, that you're out there and that uh, we appreciate you thinking of ACHA hockey and thinking of our terrible podcast. And uh, I think that's it. I've rambled on long enough. Yeah, I think that'll do it. The, uh, we're excited to see everybody in uh, 17 days. And uh, yeah, how about that? 17 days. All right, Andrew, I'm going to hit the button. Are you ready? All right. Yep. Let's get out of here. Let's the, do uh, this. Yep. Everybody have a great week. Everybody be safe out there and we will catch you on the flip side.